0: to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia.
1: We're coming to our own, and I feel like we're clicking at the right time when we need to be clicking.
0: We have pre-sliced the box this time, so John can open it a little easier.
2: Yeah. When I see these young men, I see me and, and my buddies, and I, I know how much guidance we needed and continue to need.
3: It's barbecue. I mean, you can't go wrong. It's barbecue. Welcome to another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. We have new friends this week, and we have one on display. It's been a long <laughs> Not time coming. New. But we do. We, we have, we it's have, been in
0: my car for over a month.
3: Well, <laughs> no, But, but, but we've we got new friends. We we have new friends, and we also are going to have newer friends because I have a box.
0: John has another mystery box. And yes, if I do. Anyone here was listening to the last podcast where he had to open a mystery box? Yes. It was quite the time. Yeah. So uh, we have... Pre-sliced the box this time, so John can open it a little easier.
3: Yeah, it's our friends at Jenkins County (laughs) helping us out with this one, and we're going to open that at the end of the show. So it's going to be another new box and another new friend hanging out with us. So we'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. All right. Uh, John here, Hannah there, and it's a fun show this week because of... A combination of fall breaks and bye weeks and meetings and all this kind of stuff and region play, I think now officially official, either this week or next week, finally everybody will be in Season 2. Region 1 7A now includes the Wintersville Classic. Lead guest this week, Shelton Felton, the head coach at Valdosta, who got the win over Lowndes by 10. We catch up with him. He's outdoors. And so he gets to show us all of South Georgia and all of its blue skies and splendor. And then, as a part of uh, the game this week, Hannah, Mm -hmm. our second guest is whom?
0: Cartersville head coach Connor Foster. Whole family in attendance there in his office. Fall break. Because of fall break. Well, both teams are on fall break.
3: And so it was literally, it was catching up with uh, Coach Felton outdoors. And because of fall break, they had morning practice in Cartersville. And so Coach Foster was there. The family was there. He got to spend some extra time, feed them breakfast, feed them lunch, have practice, basically have a half day with them as they're getting ready for the Football Fridays in Georgia game of the week.
0: I know. I cannot wait. And Before we move on, you forgot to say who the friend was.
3: Yeah, John, Radio 101. (laughs) Hart County. It is Hart County's helmet. And once again, thanks to our friends out in Hartwell for, for having us Orange add, helmet. Yes. Very, very cool.
0: white and black stripes on the top.
3: Right. Right from north to south, from front to back. And it's our friends at Hart County because we were out there for a shoot for Georgia's EMC. Yep. And we got to add this to the stacks. So uh, once again, thanks to our friends at Hart County to add this one to the stacks and our friends at Jenkins County at the end of the show. And we'll get to see what's in that <laughs> There you box. go, John. There we go.
0: Well, we cannot wait for Hiram versus Cartersville. But let's take a quick look back at last Friday. We were at Garland Shoemake Stadium. We were. Carrollton beat East Coweta 56-24. to Juju Lewis was 19 of 29 passing for 455 yards, six touchdowns, Mm -hmm. four of those longer than 50 yards. Mm -hmm. I mean, what can't the kid do? He was so impressive.
3: Yeah, and he didn't tell me about his hair care. So I
0: have a note right here on my rundown. Would it tell John about his shampoo routine? No. He's trying to get that NIL.
3: Of course he is. Duh. That's exactly what that was all Pantine, about.
0: Canteen, call him.
3: Literally after the game, I asked, and because Matt had brought it up during the broadcast, it's like, okay, you know, he's got a great head of hair. And we know this. And we kind of compared him to Trevor Lawrence. And so And
0: Wayne goes, he's not gonna tell you. And he didn't. And he didn't.
3: He didn't. Because it's like, okay, shampoo and shampoo and conditioner. And Juju's like, I Basically, he took the fit. Last question for you, and thanks for hanging out. Uh, 455 and six tonight, or Georgia Cotton Commission Player of the Game. Uh, what kind of com- conditioner do you use? Or you just do straight shampoo? Uh, no, I can't. I can't disclose that information right now. I got to keep it a secret. <laughs> got to keep it a secret. The, the curls got to stay stay
0: disclosed. Mm-hmm.
3: And of course so, he did. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pantene on line one. Love it. Absolutely.
0: So after Friday, also in 7A, Buford, Mill Creek, Walton, Colquitt, and Newton all remain undefeated. That Walton game was a doozy. They came back against North Cobb. What stood out to you in that classification, and and what about the others?
3: Well, I mean, just you look at Carrollton, and Carrollton just you see how Juju has matured as a sophomore, Mm -hmm. and last year when he was on our air, you could tell he was doing uh, freshman things, trying to force the ball into double coverage, things like that, locked into receivers, and he can just now, he can just drop the ball into a bucket like he did on one of the the touchdown passes late in the second quarter that kind of expanded things out for, uh, for Carrollton in the game against East Coweta. But uh, you see the skill set continuing to widen and grow and improve and all those kinds of things. And so for for that one from Carrollton, Carrollton right now at 6-1. and one. They're going to have Pebblebrook this week, and uh, it will be a, another test for them there. Looking at the other classifications and some of the other games, Houston County knocked off Northside Warner Robbins, 42-14. As I sit there, you know, I, I literally I'm crossing games out. It's like okay, uh, Benedictine and Burke.
0: Yep, that uh, was on my list.
3: Uh, one versus you know, you know two of the top ten teams in uh, you know four A. Benedictine and Burke, 38-30, the final there. Cedar Grove once again playing outside triple A. They're finally done with their non region schedule. Woohoo! But they lose to Carver Montgomery, thirteen to nine. And this is the first time I can think of in recent memory where in a top 10 ranking, you're going to have a team two and five because of playing outside of their region schedule and playing up and playing 7A teams just because they want to be ready for this time of year and they want to be ready for season three. So Cedar Grove, two and five, no surprise, but they are still ranked top 10 uh, statewide. Uh, let me sit here as so I sit here and kind of go through all of my. Uh, all of my stuff. Oh, Bleckley County beat Dublin by 14, 42-28. Yep. Bryan County beat Metter by 1, 21-20. And then the other one, Toombs and Appling.
0: Yes, I was actually literally just Googling that Toombs and score. Appling,
3: last second field goal, 31-28. Mm. Big win for Toombs County and Buddy Martin. And you look at Toombs, Appling, and Pierce... Three of the top five teams in the classification all ranked in that one in that one section. Top five, so fantastic region play. And I want to know in Double A what the tiebreaker is in that region. Is it points after head-to-head? Because I think head-to-head is going to cancel itself out. It's going to be really interesting what kind of math is involved someone needs <laughs> to let us know so uh big wins John across needs to the board
0: his math now
3: i really do in AA, especially in that region tombs appling and Pierce, bang 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 right there all top five
0: awesome well we're going to preview our game of the week as well as give you other games to watch but first first our guest mm-hmm. baldasta head coach shelton felton let's get right to it <laughs> Hey, Coach Felton, beautiful day down there in South Georgia in Valdosta. Thanks for calling in. How does it feel beating lounge, back-to-back? Wintersville Classic is always such a good game to watch. How are you feeling today?
1: Oh, it's an awesome feeling. First of all, thanks for having me on It's always an honor to be on with you guys. It's an awesome feeling for our community and our young men and just the bragging rights of this community about this game because um, during the week, last week, I heard about it every day. It's a must-win, Coach. It's a must-win. Uh, it was divided colors, but, you know, once it was over with, we were back together
0: as a community in one time.
1: But for that week, we were divided and mean a lot to this community to get that win.
3: I was going to say, I mean, I figure that the... Commu-
0: 365 days. Oh, yeah, it's, 300 and, it's 364
3: more days of bragging about stuff. Yeah. I mean, now, literally, I mean, was your phone blowing up on Saturday morning? On Sunday morning, you're sitting there, you're trying to go to the store. Did you have to turn your phone off? What was it like down there for you once the game was actually over?
1: Well, it was a sight I Feel like, say, so, you know, my phone was going up, and the thing about it, Um, my younger son and my daughter cheer and plays Rick ball with a red game on Saturday Going to the park, you know, dressed in all about us. Everybody knew who I was. I mean, <laughs> it was exciting. The fans at the game were greeting and we're chatting wildcasts. You know, some of the Lions fans was, told us a good game, you know, and so it was a great opportunity to had me fair to sit in the community. You know, just we, we needed it. They uh, we, we were on the streets, so and now we got a little street going two in a row, so it was great for us.
0: Yeah, you're five and two, one and zero in region play. Yep, two and zero right now on your little win streak. How happy are you with the team offensively and defensively? How far have they come? How far have they come since the beginning of the year?
1: We've came a long way. Um, the biggest thing is just maturity of our offense. You uh, know that we got a lot of young guys that are playing and skill position and getting better. Uh, a lot of people didn't know we lost our quarterback the first game of the year uh, in Madison, Ohio, and. He's, he's just not getting back into to groove with those guys and those young receivers. And, I mean, our best part of our team is our O-line. Our O-line of senior base, and those guys done a great job. Uh, we had 450-yard rushing Friday, and all because of those guys. And defensive, we're coming to our own. Uh, we're a uh, big pressure team. We're starting to come. Once again, we're playing a lot of different guys. Lost a bunch of seniors last year, but it's, we're coming to our own, and I feel like. We're clicking at the right time when we need to be clicking.
0: Well, you guys have a lot of momentum now heading down the stretch of region play. I just I had mean, your it's... schedule up. Hold on. <laughs> Richmond Hill is next. Then Camden County, Colquitt County. Preview those for me, and, and what's it going to take to get past these powerhouses?
1: Well, it's going to take a, a team effort in all three phases. I mean, we're going to play a Richmond Hill team to that... Those guys are a great job down there running the ball and, and just things they do on defense and offense. They're a really sound team. And then you're talking about Camden uh, with a great head coach, a great program, and the style of offense they run, give people fits and problems to wean T. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Moultrie, you know, that's it's the, the powerhouse of, of South Georgia. Those guys do the great job over there on offense and defense. And, and, you want to compete for a state championship or even have a chance to go to Moultrie, in my opinion, from the South. So we look forward to it. And I tell everybody in our region, the SEC of the South, there's no, no game off, no soft day. Every opponent can beat you any Friday. So you have to bring your A game every Friday ready to play.
3: I was going to say, I mean, you look at this region, I would maintain it's one of the toughest, not just in the state, but in the Southeast. For someone who has never seen Region one seven A football. How would you you broke it down a little bit, but I mean, how difficult is Region 17A across the board for anybody who's never seen it?
1: It's, it's very difficult because any any Friday night, you're gonna get four different the five different styles of teams that play. You have some teams that are run heavy, some team are pass heavy, some team are quite balanced, you're gonna get uh different styles of defenses. Um it's, and you get great coaches in all levels. You're you going to have to be able to, to adjust and to make adjustments. All coaches in this region are really good. I'm not saying coaching the other region are not good, but I, I really, i put us up against any region for us from coach to coach. There's a lot of talented coaches in this region. So you got to be prepared every Friday for adjustments and things to do. So it, it makes it a challenge, and I look forward to it every Friday night.
0: Coach, where are you calling us from exactly? And how special is South Georgia football? <laughs> Describe your community and, and what football means.
1: <laughs> right now, I'm at the, uh, the board building. As you oh. kind of can see a little bit, I stepped out. I had a meeting. That phone call it was important. <laughs> it was very important. But man, South Georgia means football in South Georgia is a lot. And people ask me, why did I say that? Because in South Georgia, we're starting to grow and do more. Um, and you go to the city, it's a lot more to do. There's a lot more sports, a lot more opportunities. But football has been king in South Georgia for a long time. And we use football to help a lot of sports. Football, the big thing, football brings the community together. Black, white, Hispanic, doesn't matter. We all come together on Friday night. And we cheer for our team. And it just been a, a walk of path, a walk of life in South Georgia. And football has just been king in South Georgia for a long time. And I love it.
0: My last question for you, Coach, we were talking before we started recording on the podcast about a couple of your players heading to Colorado. That's defensive lineman Omar White and Eric Brantley. What has that hype been like?
2: Oh,
1: it's been really good. I mean, and and things of that nature, you know, what Coach Prime is doing out there, he's playing great football. Everybody's excited. So, you know, we're excited for, for the opportunity, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, said so you have to complete your high school season mm-hmm. and lock in and stay focused. And then once once it's your time to go, it's your time to go. But what Coach Prime is doing out like there right now has a lot of excitement and buzz around every state, every community. And these kids are excited by this. So his pool is really wide right now. So <laughs> trying kind of can get who he wants. Oh, so yeah. it's a great opportunity for one of our guys to be able to go there and play
3: but you got an old school guy like Charles Kelly on the defensive side and i mean charles is like bear bryant alabama old school and that's what yes. you get when a guy like charles comes to town it's it's a, a lot of folks may not necessarily understand that while you get Prime, you get Coach Prime, there's that coaching element that is old-school Bobby Bowden, Florida State. With Charles, it is old-school Bear Bryant, Alabama. So a lot of folks may not necessarily understand that there's a lot of old-school coaching going on with this new-school approach that you're seeing out there in Colorado.
1: You're absolutely correct. Everybody just see the, I guess, the flash of Coach Prime, what he's bringing. Um, but the old-school, those guys, they're old-school coaches, do it old-school way. I've been knowing Coach Keller a long time and just talking to their fundamental football, what he stands for. And some of those guys, I know what they stand for, it means a lot. And I say Coach Prime the Flash, they're the old school. And and Coach Prime is kind of old school itself behind closed doors. So it I think their approach fits a South Georgia kid because, you know, they're used to being disciplined, working hard, doing the right things and being pushed to a level that, that they can believe they can be pushed to.
3: So let me, let me see if I can phrase this right. Dion is the flash, and Charles Kelly is the smash. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yes, John.
3: That's I love
1: it. it. There
0: you go. So
3: that, that's the best way that I can phrase it for anybody who hasn't had the chance. Coach, fantastic work. Mm-hmm. Great win in the Wintersville Classic. Ten-point win over Lounge. And now you're going to have to pack a lunch, a dinner, and a midnight snack to head out to Bryan County to yep. take on Richmond Hill. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast, and uh, enjoy the sunshine and go get some lunch. Thank you. Go Cass. One interview down, one to go. One of the toughest regions in the state to one of the growing regions in the state when it comes to toughness. The Football Fridays in Georgia game of the week, Cartersville and Hiram. First time we've ever had Hiram on the network and the guy who's hosting the Hiram Hornets the head coach of the Cardigal Purple Hurricanes Connor Foster
0: Hey Coach Foster thanks for calling in today I know you're feeling good 7 and 0 with a big overtime win over Cast 21 to 14 how you feeling
3: Yeah great it's always great to be at Purple Hurricane So you look back at this region and this region over the last handful of years has expanded to where I mean a lot of folks gravitated toward you and gravitated toward Calhoun. And now over the last handful of years, it's now included Cass and now it's including Hiram. How competitive, what's it been like for you to see how competitive the, this region has expanded over the last handful of seasons?
2: Yeah. You know, Dalton is right there too, you know, extremely talented. I mean, there's, there's, uh, and Woodland is much improved, you know, that's, that's a program that's turning in the right direction and, you know, it makes us all better. Um, you know, I think that we all make each other better. I think there's great camaraderie um, amongst coaches, and you know, we've all all known each other and shared some coaches along the way. And um, I think it creates great competitiveness amongst the kids. You know, it's, these kids now the world is so much smaller; they know each other through social media or playing, um, you know, with each other in, in different um, arenas, different sports, and um, you know, it creates a very competitive environment, but also uh, a lot of mutual respect. You know, I, I think there, there's been a lot of hugs after the games the last two weeks. Uh, and just, you know, the way that, that high school football is supposed to be.
0: Being undefeated like this, 2-0 in region play, is there any sort of anxiety when you head 2 into a game? Is there, you know, the expectation and the pressure? Does that does that get to you and the team at all?
2: Um, <laughs> there's always anxiety, uh, you know, because you want to be your best for for the kids. You know, it doesn't. Me personally, um, you know, it doesn't I don't want to say that it doesn't matter, but, it, you know, it's it's about serving these kids. It's about making sure that we're putting them in a position to be successful. It's about serving this community. And you just always want to make sure that that they're prepared to be as successful as possible and that we're getting the very most out of all of our gifts and talents. And, um, you know, that that part of it is, is important.
3: And for you being a native and a local and an alum, I mean, it's there, there's that added level of importance for you to continue to, to represent the community in the right way. What's it been like for you over this handful of seasons to where you're, you know, you're a part of the fabric to begin with, but now you're this added part of the fabric. What's it been like for you to, sure. to, to walk that sideline yeah. as the guy who's now in charge?
2: Yeah, it's a blessing. Uh, I just think about all those all those great men. Most importantly, uh, you know, great husbands and fathers, great community leaders, great leaders of our churches um, here in our community, great leaders in our school building, great teachers. Uh, and so it's a blessing to be a part of it. You know, got to to grow up in the field house, and now my children are running around out there. <laughs> right no, now, when we were just around. hearing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's um you know God's provisions are always perfect. I'm just so thankful for this opportunity and humbled by the opportunity. I love this community uh, with my whole heart. You know, when I see when I see these young men, I see me and, and my buddies, um, you know, and I, I know how much guidance we needed and continue to need. And uh, it's cool. I've actually gotten to coach some of my friends' uh, sons, and I mean, they're they're all like like my own. I mean, we had our seniors um, over at our house for dinner last night. They're playing with my children. We're watching the Braves game uh, together. I mean, we're just such a close knit family. Um, and again, just just very honored and humbled by the opportunity.
0: I mentioned stress and anxiety, that Braves game. <laughs> tell, tell yeah, you no
2: what. <laughs> well, we got it rolling now. I feel feel pretty good about it.
0: I know. Okay. Well, uh, you guys face Hiram on gpb Sports this Friday. Give me a preview, your keys to the game for that one.
2: Yeah, you know, first of all, uh Coach has done a, a tremendous job at Hiram. You know, they really got this thing moving in the right direction. They've returned a lot of talent. Um, an unbelievable amount of talent mm-hmm. and they put up a ton of points all year Um, you know they, they've got playmakers across the board and um they they play hard they're physical on both sides of the ball and so you know we're, we're going to have to win the line of scrimmage Uh, we're going to have to be successful on first down you know we weren't great on third down against Cass offensively or defensively and I think that goes back to not being successful on first down so we gotta got to be um, successful on first down we got to continue to take care of the ball um, and create some turnovers and um, you know, and then special teams. I think turnovers and special teams are always in big games. We've done a good job of handling field position. Hopefully, we can continue to do so.
3: when you have a question uh, about coaching or the day to day or, anything any aspect of what it's like to to be a coach and a mentor these days who's on your speed dial is it any of those former teammates whose young Mm -hmm. athletes you're now coaching is it or their coaches like literally who can you hit and go bang i need to ask a question Mm -hmm. who's on your speed dial these days
2: that's a great a great question um first first of all I would say you know try to be in prayer uh, about the situation my wife um who is a teacher um, in the system and a tremendous teacher and mother to all of these people. So she's she's the first one uh, that I go to to make sure, um, you know, try to get her perspective. Always a mother's perspective is important. Uh, there's actually some former players of uh, mine whose mothers uh, I also will ask can go to. One of our current coaches, uh, he had a brother that played a few years ago. His mom, extremely important to me. Anytime I got an issue, what, what would moms think about this? Um, Coach uh, Teague is is one that I would call Coach Ray Van Teague uh, that I worked with at Carrollton. Joey King is on there. Coach Barden, uh, Hal Lamb, um, along with my dad, those are those are kind of my group of people there whenever I need. And then you know, uh, Colin Fletcher, a former player, him and his daddy that I played with. Uh, again, try to get as many perspectives, and and it's all unique, right? Is it is it a a parent issue? Is it a child issue? Is it a coaching issue? Um, but that's that's kind of my circle right there. That, that's a great question.
3: But the number one—that's a answer, smart
0: man right there. The <laughs> smart.
3: The, the number one answer.
0: Oh yes, always. Absolutely. I
3: love Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Right.
0: Love it.
2: Yeah, I don't know if she can hear me out there. but <laughs> give her, <make>
0: sure. <laughs> I was uh, thinking she was in the room in with case. the kids.
2: Yeah. So. Well, no, she did. She did close the door because uh, Hudson, our littlest <laughs> one, was buzzing. But I'm sure she'll listen to this, <laughs> or somebody will send it to her later. So. We got it covered. But thank you for the layup for the cell phone. That's <laughs> what right we're here for, man. Oh, that's Appreciate amazing. Appreciate you guys taking one for the team. Yeah. There, for oh, sure. no way. No. I,
3: hey, I look, I am the same way. Literally. John really is. Yes. The boss is the one who is the first one. It's no like doubt. text. It's no the doubt. boss. Yeah. Absolutely. Hannah
0: my last question for you, and we'll let you go to get to your family, is you know we do the Make That Kid an Offer segment. Is there a player that you haven't already mentioned that deserves an offer or a better offer on your team?
2: Sure. Yeah, two of them. Connor Brasfield jumps out. Uh, I mean, he's, just, he's all over the place. I mean, you'll see he plays linebacker, plays fullback, a uh, tremendous leader. Uh, he's a three-year player for us. He's kind of the just the heart of our program. And then Richard Houston, um, you know, Richard, I feel like we're just waiting on that first offer to hit. Richard's played safety, running back outside, linebacker. He's played everywhere we've asked him to. Uh, ben, yes, sir. Loves this program. Both of those guys, um, you know, love our family. We love him. Uh, love both of them. Excuse me. Very close with, with both of them. And just have tremendous respect for how they continue to lead our program forward. Somebody's going to get a steal, not just on the field, but in the locker room with both those young men
3: Fantastic stuff. Well, Coach, uh, thanks for being at this part of the car wash this week and hanging out with us as we get yeah. ready for uh, Cartersville and Hiram on yep. GPB. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's going to be great to be up there at Weinman Stadium, one of the great venues in the state of Georgia. Thanks for hanging out with us on the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. We'll catch up with you later this week.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you guys for all you do. Go Kanks. Go
0: Really looking forward to the game at yeah. Weinman Stadium. Mm-hmm. I think it's only a 45-minute drive from Smyrna. Last week to East Coweta was like an hour and a half, so, you know.
3: Well, because you're, take well, you're going, you're take going north <laughs> to exit 288. Yeah. So whatever exit you get on 75 on, you get at exit 288, and then you turn left.
0: Yeah. It's been a couple of years since I've been there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Not me, though. Not you. No. Not you.
0: You're always there. Yes, so, I
3: am. The barbecue will be amazing. Ooh. Yes.
0: What, what's the best barbecue there?
3: Well, the one that we get for the meal.
0: Oh, what what is it?
3: It's barbecue.
0: <laughs> okay, well, we'll report back after the game yeah. next week to let you know what the barbecue is. Yeah, <clears throat>
3: it's barbecue. I mean, you can't go wrong. It's barbecue.
0: Other games to watch around the state, mm-hmm. the one I have my eye on, yeah. comes from Region 8, 7A. Two undefeated at 6-0, Buford and Mill Creek. Yeah, It's going to be a... Showdown.
3: Mm-hmm. It's on national television too. It's yes. on the four letter. It's mm-hmm. on one of the four letter channels. Mm-hmm. So uh, watch our game and uh, we'll go from there. So here's. Uh, take, take
0: us around the state, John.
3: All right, I will. Uh, Region 17A, Calkwood at Camden. That one's available as well. Now we mentioned Cartersville and Hiram. North of at 6 and 0 at East Forsyth, 5 and 1 out of Class 4A. Uh, Cedar Grove in region play. Yay!
0: Finally! Yep, Two and five
3: and five and two. Uh, while I'm talking, go ahead and answer that text. Uh, Mary Persons at six and one is playing Peach County at two and four. You've also got Morgan County in AAA at Hepzibah, five and two. Uh, Carver Columbus at crisp, battle of four and three teams. But once again, lower classifications, you're gonna have teams that are gonna have win-loss records pretty close to each other on both sides of the dash just because of having to find opponents in non-region schedules. Also on the board, uh Tooms and Pierce. We mentioned early in the show, we mentioned early in the show how nuts that region is. Mm-hmm. The round robin continues. This Ooh. time it is Toom's hosting Pierce in Lions. So big, big matchup there. Then you have uh, the other part of that round robin, Appling and Windsor Forest. Fellowship Christian at Athens Academy, battle of two, four, and twos there. Region play starts in northwest uh, Northeast Georgia. Yay! Yay! Raven County is hosting Elbert County in right. that knockdown dragout region. You've got that as well. Sly County was off this past week in class AD2. They're hosting Taylor County at five and one, and that is just a small sample of all of the games this week that we have.
0: I texted head coach Tanner Glisson back from Troop. There you go. As you and I said, works great. Yes. My player interview this week will be senior safety Noah Dixon out of out of Troop. There you go. So we we had to scramble because Valdosta and Cartersville are both on fall break. Yes. And none of the players were hanging around. Well, because they're, so I'm excited they're, to talk to Noah here right kinda, after the podcast. They're kind of
3: busy, you know?
0: So everybody look for that interview this weekend. John, what are you writing about this weekend?
3: Uh, I'm tracking down some of the folks that are hanging out in the standing in the top tens later than oh, nice. they have in years past. And so when folks uh, want to answer emails and phone calls, yeah. we'll we'll tell you who exactly <laughs> it is. We're all
0: still scrambling. Yes,
3: we are. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Our our web game region five three a in Tyrone Sandy Creek versus Carver Atlanta. Did you already give me your thoughts on that one, John?
3: Uh, which one?
0: <laughs> our web game Sandy Creek versus Carver.
3: Once again, it's that region that we talk about, where all four teams are just crazy good. Mm-hmm. They're all that that entire region is going to make a deep run into the playoffs. I mean, it is it is Sandy Creek, it is Douglas, it is Carver, and I mean, it's just. It's insane that that region is what it is. But all four of those teams, they're going to make deep runs but they've ha- and Cedar Grove, and they've had to plot for this three-game sprint that is region play. So it's going to be really interesting to see how it continues to advance forward. But, yeah, absolutely crazy that that region and a couple of others, as we mentioned, hey, so-and-so starting region play. Yay! <laughs> because... You're in a mini region, M-I-N-I. You've got four teams. It's a three-game sprint. And now you're into that part of the schedule where it is the three-game sprint, unless you're in fall break and you get a week off. A lot of teams have this week off around the state, picking back up October 20. Remember, 12 weeks to get in 10 games. And that's where we are.
0: Awesome. I didn't know if I missed your preview of that one when I was texting. Mm -mm.
3: No, no. No, you you did not. No, you did not.
0: Well, we have our first flag football update of the year. Yay! That's another yay. This This reminds me of my... I'm so sorry, everyone. This reminds me of our kids watching Bluey. Hooray! Why? Have you ever seen Bluey? No, I have not. <laughs> well, anyone that's watching that has kids knows what I'm talking about. Okay, so we had the Clash of Champions yes. at West Forsyth High we last did. Thursday. Yes. Three big games, and here's the rundown. Harris County beat Central Carroll 14-7. to Lithia Springs beat Hoover 33 nothing, And Blessed Trinity took down the home team of West Forsyth. 21 to 6. So that was awesome that we got flag football back on our streaming platforms. We will have another game, I believe, this Thursday. So make sure to follow us on social media at GBB Sports for that announcement because yes. I know everyone loves to watch those games and they do really, really well on. Um, all of our social media platforms, gpp.org slash sports, and, of course, the GPB Sports app.
3: Yeah, it does, as I sit here and feverishly try and try and figure out the uh, the staff whip around this week. Ugh. Looks like a lot of folks were, were off.
0: You can just start with Lassiter. You can just pull the Band-Aid off.
3: Okay, so how many of you behind <laughs> the glass know the score of the Lassiter game? Show of hands. Uh, huh?
0: Nobody in here. Don't worry. I score. found out okay. at like o- on my way home. Our boss, Kevin Gerke, yes. decided to, to text me and just really rub it in. So, and, and I wasn't even mad because it's it's bad. It's pretty bad.
3: Well, first off, Darlington beat Chatuga 35-0. Okay. Hey! Uh, All right. Parkview, uh, Gwinnett County was off last week. And so uh, Jake the Snake ended up uh, winning the bye week as a top 10 team.
0: Jake always wins.
3: Yes, he does. So Roswell, Roswell played Lasseter mm-hmm. last week.
0: At Roswell. At
3: Roswell, it was seventy to nothing at the half.
0: <laughs>
3: Finished eighty four six. Oh no! Yes.
0: How did they give up six points? <laughs> 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 the defense just let one let one right through. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that the, the freshman team had to be in by that time. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, mm-hmm. Ace Charter beat Central, Macon, forty eight nothing. Just mean. So uh, eighty
0: four point. What? What?
3: Yeah. I know. What's the point? Well, so, I mean, it was, uh, you. if, if uh, I, I will say this, if points scored is a tiebreaker, mm-hmm. then you've got to look out for that. So if points scored, margin of victory, those kinds of things, common opponents, all those kinds of things. I don't know the tiebreaker in that region, but yeah, 84-6 was the final. So uh, not a whole lot of offense was scored here in the staff whip around gotta this Got to
0: have a conversation with Coach Pruitt.
3: All right. All right. He knows better. Oh, oh that's right. We got to open the box.
0: Yeah, John, you literally teased this within the first five seconds of the podcast. Oh, look, you're getting it open so much easier this week. <sighs> Jenkins new helmet. County,
3: that's pretty sweet.
0: That looks awesome. Okay, it's solid white helmet. Yes, with the Jenkins County logo. It's the state.
3: It's the it's the county. Oh, it's I was the like, that does outline. not look like Georgia. The county outline. The county
0: outline with a navy J and a star.
3: And the star is where Millen is, okay. the county seat in relation okay. to the county. Awesome. So that is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that's really cool. That is really cool. Is there anything on the other side? Uh,
3: same thing. And so, number
0: fifty-one. Who ever helmet? This is. This looks new. Yeah. This doesn't even look warm.
3: Hey, I mean, that's... Wow. Man, that is fantastic. Maybe a little
0: stuff. bit. There's, there's, some, there's some scratches on the No, guard. that
3: might be, it might, might be a wide receiver's helmet or a quarterback. And by the way, see, look at this. Here you go. And this is for Hannah.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry.
3: Jenkins County football. We have gear. We have, we have, the, oh, we have the T-shirts as Navy well. Navy T-shirt. A Navy T-shirt. Same logo. Same logo with the county and the county seat. And then on the back is the uh, awesome. Jenkins the Eagle... With the 2022 playoff appearance,
0: very cool. Is this one mine? Yeah, sure. Nice. Oh, it's a long sleeve. Yes. I don't have many long sleeves. And this is what Thank happens. This is what happens you, late in
3: the year. Thank you, Jenkins. That's fantastic stuff, and uh, it's great stuff from our friends in Millen to add to the stacks. And once again, if you want to add stuff to the stacks, because we're looking for all 425 we get, um, helmets,
0: all the new helmets on the set for championships Absolutely. or our playoffs in yes. the studio. Yes. So we need to put all the new ones on display.
3: Trust me. If you want to, you want to send them. You can send them. It's fantastic. We love to show the state off to the rest of the state. Thanks to our friends at Hartwell. Thanks to our friends in Millen. Great stuff. And I uh, can't thank you enough. And that's God, gorgeous. I mean, yeah. that is uh, both of them. Very, very cool. So if you want your helmet shown to the rest of the state, go ahead and reach out to us here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. And we'll show it off when we tape the podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll show it off when we do live here in the studio. So uh, fun show.
0: Great show. As I still um, battle with my allergies. Yes, she does. You, know, you guys know. You guys know what time of year it is. Yeah, that our- ragweed. That ragweed. Gets Ragweed. me every time.
3: Ragweed, yes. So gets you every time. So for Jake the Snake, for uh, Ambassador Jeremy, for uh, King James, for Commander Sandy, for everybody here at Georgia Public Broadcasting, she's Hannah. Yep. And I'm John. Mm-hmm. And so uh, thanks for hanging out with us for another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. As I spin from one camera to the other with great speed, thanks to our <laughs> guests today in Cartersville and uh, in Valdosta and fantastic stuff from all uh, all, of, uh, all of everybody. I speak English mm-hmm. very goodly, especially mm-hmm. late in the show. You're so,
0: really, really doing a great job on this wrap Aren't
3: I, though? Yeah. For everybody here at GPB, thanks for accessing us, however you are doing. So Cartersville and Hiram, Friday night, football Fridays in Georgia, starting at 7.30, kickoff a little after 7.30, and we're going to go all night long. Yep. What she said. So we're out of here. Play it safe, everybody. We'll see you next week.